genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one sword fight filled minute at a time Yeah, for the first time in a while. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us, sadly for the last time this week, is our friend Jodorowsky from the Protagonist Podcast. Ah, oh, made it to Yay. Friday. Yeah. You made it a whole five episodes. Yes. <laughs> Compared to your, is this your 185th episode? It is. So Today we're, not we're talking... Yeah. yeah, these, these scales will tip in my favor someday. Seems legit. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Today we are talking about Minute 185, which starts with Frodo telling Aragorn to look after the others, especially Sam. He won't understand. And ends with Lurch shouting, find the halfling, and Frodo running through the forest. Find the halfling! Lurts. Not Lurch. Not Lurch. Lurts. <laughs> Lurts. That is a different movie. Yes. You rang? <laughs> so is that's this not the, the first most, time i've done that is this the most badass aragorn moment or is this i would say aragorn moment? all right okay the, we've talked about some things that haven't aged well like some of the practical effects or, or or the cgi effects don't always age well one thing that has aged like fine wine is slow-mo aragorn walking up to mm. have a sword fight with some orcs that is a fantastic moment of filmmaking like 40 orcs and he's just like i don't care i got this yeah com- i'm the king. confident yeah i really really like that moment of zen where he's just like psyching himself up shows off his sword and it's like a battle prayer forward. yeah he's just like we're doing this yeah yeah in the I'm- uh the actor's commentary one of the other actors says it's it's like he's blessing his sword before battle when he touches it to his forehead mm-hmm hmm. It, it's very much what it what it feels like, like a like a Templar off to a crusade or something like this is this is an action he's taking for a purpose bigger than himself. Yeah. And it comes across that way to me. And when he steps in and you see the ring of orcs all around him, like as a member of the audience, like I just physically within my body feel excitement for what's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is going to be an awesome action scene and I know it. Yeah, apparently this was all shot, this battle sequence, on a very, very hot, like, 100-degree New Zealand day. Oh, man. All these poor orcs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, every actor. I mean, the, the humans are wearing a lot of layers, too. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the orcs. They're wearing rubber on your face is the most miserable person yeah. there. John Rhys-Davies. Yeah. Completely oh, man, I can't imagine. again. Always miserable whenever he's wearing his face mask. <laughs> Poor guy. This, I mean, hearing that, it makes me think of um, a story I heard about uh, J.K. Rowling when she was okaying the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. She personally okayed like every design element mm-hmm. of it, including the costumes. And so she wanted it heavy black wool, <laughs> like in Hogwarts for the costumes. Oh, and then, in like Orlando, within a week, Florida. all all the cast members were like, "No, <laughs> we have to change this. <laughs> this is not acceptable." <laughs> you. This is heat stroke. This yeah. is this is what heat stroke looks like. Yeah, this is a like. lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. It, have you ever... I have been in a mascot outfit on a summer day. It is the worst experience. 
I have been weather. Enough, my answer to that question is no. But no, I've never been <laughs> in a mascot costume on a hot summer day. <laughs> it's terrible. It is really awful. Yeah, having been to Orlando before, like, in the middle of summer with just, like, regular person clothes, that sounds like literal hell. No, covered head to toe in a felt and wool mascot outfit. I don't want to know why you were in a mascot outfit. Because I was a mascot. <laughs> for my workplace. The name of the mascot, because I love mascot names. Uh, it didn't even have one. Oh, that's oh, a missed opportunity for a pun. I was, right yes, there. it was a... I was a monkey. I remember that thing. That was creepy. It was for a rewards program for my workplace. <laughs> and they're like, hey, do you want to like not do actual work and run around in a mascot outfit? And I was like, sure. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm getting paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a, I had a snowball fight in that outfit. That was fun. That's awesome. <laughs> So time. you like running around, you have some sense, probably not as much sense of how, how little breathing can happen when you're inside a heavy costume and you're doing a lot of action, right? Yeah. And so it's these orcs fun. that are doing a full fight scene. Are... <laughs> I don't even want to, I don't want to think about how miserable they were, especially the guy that plays Lurts must have been so, so miserable after being awake for 24 hours putting makeup on and then having to go film this yeah yeah well and then like some of the action i mean we only get a snippet in this minute but there's like full-on sprints <laughs> that have to happen and choreographed like fight. up a hill right? oh. so, <laughs> a uh a really fun fact about this battle scene is this was the first of the kind of larger battle scenes that peter jackson directed like the first battle scene with this many people he ever directed mm. is this one where they are going into now the i've heard stories that the fight scenes in the script are often underdeveloped as far as <laughs> conceptualization on the page uh and then he does a lot of this with you know previs and talking with stunt coordinators like uh, the one that i remember is the the flight through the mines uh mm -hmm. it, like it's it's one line of the script says they escaped the mines <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or they they go they go down some stairs. Is yeah, like the, or something the along those lines, and then it becomes you know ten fifteen minutes of action in the film. Do you know if this is one of those cases where like there's just some beats are outlined, like Frodo runs, Aragorn fights orcs. Probably it's probably just Aragorn fights orcs, and then we just we jump to Gimli arrives, Legolas arrives, <laughs> they fight orcs. Honestly, oh, don't forget Samwise yells Frodo. <laughs> into, in the forest because we get i do have a, a moment of samwise in these five minutes yes honestly i don't blame him for doing that because writing action scenes in a script is very tedious especially if you're trying to like block it out in your head and mm -hmm. he's he's the director so that's his job anyway so right like he he's not gonna your... waste time writing right. it when he knows exactly what's going on right like there's there's footage of him directing some of the cave troll scene and like walking around all hunched over like he's the cave troll yeah. talking about what he wants them to do mm -hmm. that's what he does he like acts out what he wants and then he's like and you do it but do it better than i just did <laughs> okay peace i'll watch the dailies later like <laughs> like i really like the way aragorn um kind of jumps back and pulls his sword and frodo's like oh gosh and then he realizes that sting is glowing mm-hmm like, in this moment, Aragorn realizes that there's the faintest light escaping the crack of uh, Sting's scabbard. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, oh, 
Oh crap! That's a, that's a bad sign. That's a no. That's that's, a, that's, that's not, not good. a good sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have another note about the stuntmen here. Uh, which uh, Sean Bean corroborates for us in the cast commentary. Okay. Apparently the stuntmen were not excited to work with Vigo. Because he he's got very like... rough with oh. the stuntmen. He got very into it. <laughs> uh, apparently during stunt work, he uh, knocked out at least one stuntman's tooth and also lost one himself. Oh my gosh. So, and Sean Bean in the cast commentary says, I wouldn't want to fight him in real life. He's a maniac. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> I'm sure you've you've covered this, but of all the cast members you wouldn't want to want to fight in real life, it's Christopher Lee is the one. <laughs> At any age, you wouldn't want to write, uh, right. fight him. <laughs> uh, anyone that was like a member of special forces, I don't know what you can do. I don't know what you did. I don't. I don't want to know. Anyone who's actually legitimately killed a man, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, Peter, that's not what a dying man sounds like. Okay, what? Chris. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh. Uh, thanks. I uh, I really needed that realism in my movie, Sir, Sir Christopher Lee. That, that, that moment where Aragorn draw, like, puts his sword in front of his face just makes it, like, knowing that makes it all the better because he's, like, super in character and he's super into what he's about to do And he's just swinging right this sword <laughs> at these guys. I bet they were, like, drawing lots at the side. Okay, uh, which one of us is running it in first? I don't want to be first because <laughs> he's going to have a well, lot of adrenaline going. You were going. first in the last shot, so you have to be first in this one. Right. Oh, God, why? Uh, heat stroke. And it's I'm 100 degrees. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. I'm out. <laughs> Send someone else in. I just think, like, Sean Bean being like, he's a maniac. <laughs> but, you know, he says it in that understated Sean Bean way. Yeah. Just, like, matter-of-factly. He's a maniac. <laughs> That's really funny, considering I'm pretty sure I read an article, and I might have already talked about this, but I'm pretty sure a few years ago, Sean Bean got in a legitimate bar fight. So, like... I believe it. He knows how to fight somebody. <laughs> It's like, I wouldn't want to fight him. Because, <laughs> just, uh, I'm just, so, like, every time they talk about Aragorn being a character, they talk about him, like, carrying his sword to the hotel and driving around with it in his car and yeah. refusing to let go of it. I was going to ask, um, you guys have, have I, I understand, been watching this movie very closely for a long time. Um, Is that what you've been doing? Oh, <laughs> are there, how many moments of slow-mo are there? Not, not that many that uh. stick out. Mm -hmm. They're uh, they're they're definitely not overused. That right. wasn't until three hundred that that started happening. Yes, because I mean the slow mo of Aragorn, it could feel indulgent. It doesn't because he's awesome. Um, <laughs> but I'm wondering. Yeah, like... I think it's it's sprinkled well because uh -huh. it's only for like triumphant things. Um, Frodo getting stabbed by the cave troll. Yes. Right. Is the I one that like, like really sticks in my And that's mind. when they do Arwen's the like the first... silent audio with it too, right? Like they yeah. they drop yeah. all the sound. Arwen's levels. arrival. Yeah, Arwen's first appearance, I feel like, was slow motion. Um Rocky Horror Elrond show where he's <laughs> talking in slow motion above Elrond's head or Frodo's head. Yeah, the floating Elrond head. Yeah. Um <laughs> that, that creature of the night shot. So there's enough that this doesn't like stick out. We, we, if you watch the whole movie 
like this doesn't feel super indulgent because it's been well, used judiciously throughout the entire yeah. film. There's a lot, a lot of Elven stuff is slow mo because of how they had to film it, uh, to make the Elven stuff feel different. Right. Because they filmed it in one speed and then they went back and dubbed it in another. Mm-hmm. And then played it back. And then played it back. Yeah. No, I don't think that this this moment is very gratuitous um, because it has been used before. And I, like we were talking about earlier, I feel like it's really earned. Mm-hmm. Especially after like... The Especially last, after this conversation. Right, after like the last temptation of Aragorn. Yeah. He like moves on. Yeah. Now and it's like, also right, a great I'm... pause for the audience to like get revved up emotionally for yeah. a very long action scene that's coming. Yes. Yeah. This is a long action scene. We're going to action scene. This is a long <laughs> action scene. We're going to like the last 20 minutes of the movie, basically. And then yeah, you get the much. credits for weeks on end. Yes. So, so many credits. <laughs> I really like the um, effect of Frodo's cape as he disappears yeah. into the corner. Just <laughs> yeah. Flutters away. It's very, um, that it feels very over the top, but it's also very fantasy. It's like very dramatic. Yeah. Like someone grabbing the edge of their cape and turning. Yeah. Like Phantom and of the dis- Opera. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, that scene in Hunchback of Notre Dame where Esmeralda disappears in yeah. the, the veil like yeah. that. That's what it feels like. There we go. I'm so proud of you <laughs> referencing Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I really liked it. Oh, my goodness. But no, I'm super about this this action scene i like the griffin sphinx that's head is like sitting right in front of it Mm -hmm. like the little little sphinx style griffin at the base of this thing it's really interesting like the anatomy of an action scene um and i know that we're just getting a little bit of it right now and we've just started it yeah we get about 20 seconds of it but I really like the the way it cuts from Aragorn and then it singles out Lurts and then it goes back to Aragorn. Like these, yes, there's a lot going on, but these are the, the two people that we need to pay attention to. Yeah. And, and one thing that Peter Jackson does very well, which I wish more directors took note of, is he resets the action. Like he gives you the wide shots so you reestablish where everyone is. Mm-hmm. Like... I love the Christopher Nolan Batman films, but I hate the action scenes in the Christopher Nolan action films. There's yeah. no conception of what's happening uh, whenever there's an action, like a, a, a fight happening. Like you don't know what's what's going on. And I know that's a choice yeah. he's making, but it frustrates me as a viewer. And I love <laughs> this method of, um, like you said, zeroing in on action and giving you some real close ups uh, of things, but also constantly giving you back to the wide shots so the audience is oriented as to what's going yeah. on. And I mean, sometimes the being right in the action and not really like resetting it can work for some sort of conflict. It's very disorienting. Yeah. Um, I tend to not like it, um, uh, as it, like in general, um, the one thing that I, that comes to mind, um, like the one example that comes to mind right away is that first hunger games movie. Um, whenever there's action happening, like the, whenever the kids are like fighting, it's very, um, there's a lot of shaky cam. It's very, like, in your face. And I yeah. I understand that that's kind of the intention because, like, nobody wants to see teenagers kill each other. But at the same time, it was very disorienting and I wasn't sure, like, what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just happening and there wasn't a story being told through the action scene, which I think is what Peter right. Jackson does really well. I, yeah, I, I definitely like seeing 
a story build when I'm watching a fight. Yeah. Uh, not to like out myself as a wrestling fan, but that's part of what I like about wrestling <laughs> uh, is watching a story build through physical action. I don't understand wrestling, so I'll just nod and. It's <laughs> fine. Within, I uh, like I'm loosely familiar with the wrestling world. I am by no means a hardcore fan, but are there like we're saying some of the stuntmen didn't like going against Vigo? Are there wrestlers within the wrestling world who other wrestlers are like they just don't know how to give me a match where I don't come out broken? After. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Okay, where that, <laughs> wrestlers want to work with some and not with other wrestlers. It's like I don't want to work with him. I'll wind up with a broken nose. <laughs> Poor stuntmen. Poor, I know, right? It's their job <laughs> to get beaten up. I mean, like they made their choice, but at the same <laughs> right. time, you made your bed. You're gonna lie in it. There are there are limits to what they should be able to like to deal with. And... Right. <laughs> Like, anytime there were, like, multiple stuntman shoots in a given day on this movie, mm -hmm. they were probably just like, all right, so who's going to... All right, I was with Vigo last time. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near that, that, that set today. Yeah. <laughs> do they... Uh, I was just going to say, like, do, do you think the director knew which stuntman was which orc? <laughs> I would hope so. They all look... I mean, they're very similar, but they, they, they do look distinct yeah they have like different markings for the hand of Sar saruman and their different arms and armor among some of them mm -hmm. some of them have hair some of them don't all right it's like I'm you gonna... bald orc number three bald orc number... <laughs> i'm i'm going to uh let's see how long does this fight scene take in this one minute i want to see how many orcs he takes out in probably what like 20 seconds of fighting yeah, it's about 20 seconds yeah all right, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give the count real quick as as I get to where the fight actually starts here. All right, one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven, eight. Okay, uh, now we've got Samwise. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a dozen while we're at Samwise, and here he takes out uh, like three more, three uh, or four like, more. It's like five or six more before the end of the minute. Yeah, so in really about 20 seconds of fighting, that was at least a dozen orcs, I'm comfortable saying, uh, given whatever happened when we cut to Samwise for a second. Like 20. He was taken out about an orc a second. In the, <laughs> that's a good rate. Uh, all right, but so you're going to be analyzing this. just like kicking them and pushing them away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking them out is what I said, because some are clearly death blows. Others, they're just incapacitated briefly before they get stepped on by other orcs. And um, then those are death blows. They just trample their... Their fellows. They Next week, orcs. can you track to see if we keep up an orc a second? No, just kidding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, I, I think he's an efficient, uh, efficient swordsman. I'm comfortable saying that about him. Yeah, it's like well, a weed whacker. I mean, because <laughs> we've seen we've seen him fight before like this, like one on one um, against the the wraiths on, at Weathertop. Right. And it wasn't like this, but no. But he takes out five guys in a in a minute, right? Pretty much, and almost. they're tougher than orcs. Yeah, so we'll say like three orcs per ring wraith. So that's like fifteen orcs. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. time the time uh, correlation there. <laughs> it's like that's your is that a relative? Like, is that a power scale? Is it like three orcs equals a ring wraith? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Maybe as three far or four. as challenge, three or four. 
That seems appropriate. And then Lurtz is like halfway there. Yeah, he's he's the big boss. Yeah, yeah he, he's he, the mid he's a mid boss. Yeah. More more than more than an orc, obviously. Uh, what like a half dozen orcs for him? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Lurtz Lurtz is a is a big big baddie. Mm-hmm. He has a big couple moments guy, where he likes to uh, establish his toughness. I know he like <laughs> slaps an orc on the head in this moment when he's running by him. Go get him. He's just like, find the halfling. Whack. Find the halfling. <laughs> I don't think he has a future career as a motivational speaker. From no. what I've seen in this minute. No. I would be motivated. It's pretty it's pretty motivating. It's better to rule with fear. Yeah. He read he read him some Machiavelli. Yeah. But, but sure. could you imagine him like in front of, you know, a, a room full of like half filled seats of people who paid fifty bucks to go see this motivational speaker? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a mic that's like, breaking in and out. <laughs> Taps it periodically. It's like, it's like, well, he asks for a volunteer. Let me show you my motivational method. Oh god. He just breaks his neck. <laughs> he just, he put he like drops something on the floor. He's like, pick it up. <laughs> And they're like, what? <laughs> wow. Pick it up. Is this self-help? That's how you motivate. called Find the Halflings. That's the title. It's got a picture of him in a suit on the front of the book. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my He's God. got like a man bun with all that hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, of, <laughs> one of my friends um, was re-watching this movie recently and she pointed something out and now I can't unsee it. She's like, you know, I've never noticed that Lurtz has the hairstyle of a 12-year-old girl. And <laughs> with like the high ponytail. Oh, I gotta get him on screen real quick. And now I'm just like... Because yep. like most of his yep. hair is free, but he has the one high ponytail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I see it. I mean, he is three weeks old, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just needs it out of his eyes for the fight. That's all he's worried about. There we are. We're full circle now. That's right. Here we go. Aragorn's about to fight a toddler and his toddler army. <laughs> but he looks so cool doing it. You don't oh, think yeah, about the, the toddlers. Uh, so we like to ask people um, what their background is with these movies or the books. Um, and also uh, what moment in the next two movies would you want to return if you want to return um i was just assuming but uh which moment in the next two movies you would like to talk about okay um when i was just out of high school i think it was right between high school and college i did what every cool kid does and i read the entire lord of the rings (laughs) 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 this is a thing i've been meaning to do i'm gonna do it now uh that seemed like the right moment and that was the first time i'd read it and i never got around to reading the hobbit until i started doing the protagonist podcast where each week we talk about a great character and a great story and we Mm -hmm. alternate between talking about a film a novel a comic book and a tv show Uh, so within each month we try and hit all those and for the very first novel my co-host todd mack was like we have to do the hobbit that's what i want to talk about it's one of my favorite books i was like i've never read it and he was outraged at me uh (laughs) so that was the the very first book that we did on the podcast uh the prototypes podcast was one that i'd never read before um the week of recording pretty much uh and i love i loved the world 
Um, when the first film came out for Fellowship of the Rings, one reason I never saw the theatrical cut, I was living in Mexico and I just, I, I never saw it. Um, mm-hmm. and then when I came back from Mexico, my, I think it was my younger sister was like, this has to be one of the very first movies you watch. It is amazing. And I watched the extended <laughs> cut and she was right. Uh, and then for a while, like, you know, there's so many commentaries on those and they're all actually pretty good and pretty entertaining. Yeah. Like the commentaries became background noise when I was doing tasks that I only had to half pay attention to. I was mm-hmm. watching Lord of the Rings films with the commentaries on. <laughs> um, Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's my relationship with uh, the, the books and, and the films. I There's only so much fandom that one person can really engage with. So yeah. I I never did the deep dive that you guys have done where you can now rattle off like lots of the history and you know, the, the, these names. Um, I did that with superhero comic books and then with star Wars. And then there wasn't enough room for full on Lord of the Rings, but I appreciate it. I love the world. Um, the opening of fellowship of the rings when they're in the Shire is one of my favorite sequences of all of film. Uh, like just yeah. the, the blend of the music and the, the imagery and the directing and the acting. And like, you just are immersed in this world that is just different enough that it's fantastical. I love that uh, so much, uh, but I'm not as well-versed as many Tolkien experts that I know are out there. Um, as for moments from the next films, for Two Towers, I'm thinking something with a gray tone. I'm not 100% sure what scene, <laughs> but maybe a little murky and grayish is what okay. I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> That's most of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's... And then uh, with uh, The Return of the King, uh, there's a moment that still sticks out to me. We were actually talking about it a moment ago when, um, what's the name of the character who pours oil all over himself? Oh, Denethor. Denethor, that one. I want that. Uh, when the oil, the oil all over the face and it's oh, just man. so viscous and shiny as it pours over him. Uh, it's, it, uh, it's getting in his hair and dripping. I can picture it. You're, I can, I, I'm watching it happen in my mind. I don't have to put in the movie. I don't have to turn it on. It's just, Denethor point pouring all this pitch on himself Ugh. and he's just like, Oh, uh, you, you poor crazy man. <laughs> Imagine he doesn't die moments later. What is that going to do to his pores? He's going to have some issues. Oh, <laughs> it's just a, just a 70 year old man with acne. That's a terrible place to be. Oh my God. It's better than being a seven year old man being dead at the bottom of a, a building. So. Well, he doesn't have to worry about outbreaks on his skin. That's true. Yeah. He doesn't have much of that left. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Well, but I, I, I do want to for... say thank you for having me on. Uh, I yeah. love the movie by minute genre of podcasts. And this is a film that as soon as movie by minute started to be a thing, I was like, someone has to do Lord of the Rings and they have to do it justice. And you guys have been doing great. So I'm well, honored to be a guest you. with you. Yeah. Thank you for um, coming on and talking about Boromir with us. Yeah. <laughs> Boromir, Aragorn, Frodo. Big flaming eyes. The whole gang. Yeah. The whole gang is here. <laughs> and one of the best action moments right before the action, the slow-mo Aragorn walk. I know. It's so good. It's such a good it's such a good introduction to the action scene we're about to get. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, For it's the a, next, like, three weeks. As Sean Bean would say, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> So thanks again for joining us, Joe. And where can people find you? Uh, just go to protagonistpodcast.com or or search for the protagonist podcast in iTunes or whatever it's being called now. Apple podcast, whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they want to call it. It's yeah, Apple. They're strange. They've changed it on us. It's it's always iTunes in my heart. Right. <laughs> it's probably like iPlay or something now. I think it's Apple Podcasts, mm. but. So. Yeah. So if you uh, want. Thousands of podcasters have had to change their scripts because of Apple. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. Clearly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Everyone knows what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Uh, for more information about us and our podcast and our, all of our contact information, you can go to DuelingGenre.com, where you'll also find all of the other Dueling Genre podcasts. And if you're interested in more Movies by Minute podcasts, you can go to MoviesByMinutes.com, which is run by Pete the Retailer of Star Wars Minute, and he keeps a nice catalog of all the currently running and finished Movies by Minute mm -hmm. podcasts. As always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper182 and Ed Foster. And I hope everyone has a great weekend. This has been a very fun week. Indeed. Bye. Bye. So long. <laughs>